If you like crispy rats, this is the crispiest this rat has fucking been in a while. And explosions are back. I like that. I like that. <sighs> explosions are back. We're back to cheesy bullshit. We're back to the cheesiest of who gives a fuck logic. Like, fuck logic. We're here to blow shit up. And like, right off the There's bat. no logic. No right, logic in this film. Right off the bat, this is not a good movie. No. But, but no. I like it because it's not good. Like, I like parts of it because I'm just like, this is just not a good movie. But like, I like it. <laughs> But I like it because I'm just like, because I'm sitting there having a wonderful time at like going, what the fuck is happening and why are they doing it? Like, <laughs> like it's a goofy sci-fi premise. It's silly sci-fi. And, and, <laughs> and like, it, it, is it, it silly sci-fi? To me, it is. To me, it is. Okay. 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 Uh, start from the start. From the start. From the top. Reframe, reframe the question. Okay. Is it intentionally a silly sci-fi movie, or is it just a silly sci-fi movie? I don't think it's intentional. I think that they were being fucking wholeheartedly sincere. Okay. I think they were being as earnest as they possibly could be with the, with the, the, the melodrama behind it. Like, they're 100% pushing that. Like, if, if anything had the stupid uh, family meme besides Fast and the Furious recently... It should be this movie. Oh this movie should all be about. I like, could go oh, on about the, the it relationship for angle for hours. It's so bad. It's all right, so bad. <laughs> what are your thoughts on it? What a fucking horny ass movie! <laughs> I, I I can't. I don't know. Like, there's so many things about this movie that just. It seems so incredibly illogical and just, I don't know, like, I had a hard time believing that there were just like, you know, oh, you know, there's a, there's a war going on in the future. Uh, we, we go back to the past because we need to train people to come to the future. And it's just that that's what makes it like the silly like, like premise I, that's the I, premise I, itself I is silly. That, that is the yeah, dumbest and... idea. <laughs> It is the dumbest idea. Like, I'm willing to accept a dumb idea to get the movie going. But that one in particular is just... It, it doesn't make any goddamn sense. It doesn't make any goddamn like sense. Like, I, I get if, like, survivors are, survivors are coming in from the future, back to the past, to train, like, the people of today to prepare sure. for the war that is happening. But they're like, no, we need to send people over there right now. And, well, the, the, okay. And, and, that's, and that's one of the uh, things where, like, when, whenever you set up your silly time travel rules, you got to make sense. And the, the way that it makes sense is that like to them, they want to not lose. Right. So like right. the whole raft analogy where like it's flowing in the river, but both, both stay the same equidistant regardless of right. time travels. So they get, I, but you're right. The logical point would be send people to the, to, to the past to prepare them for what the fuck's about to happen. But mm -hmm. the problem is the problem is like, or even just send everybody to the back to the past. Go on. Or or what you Fuck. do is you show, say, hey, we're here to train you. Like, okay, prove it. Okay, okay, we'll give you these armband things, send you over there for like, you know, an hour and bring you back so that you know that that's what the fuck's going to happen. 
Like, you know, just just little proof of concept of what's going on. But that's too logical. Then the movie doesn't happen. I have a much better idea. Let's just get people to show up in whatever clothing they have. Like, whatever they would show up to work in. That guy's got a chef hat that. on. That guy's got a, that chef guy's a fucking chef, I guess. And then let's give them weaponry that is woefully unprepared. I mean, just... And, and Stu, it's not, it's not like there aren't better options. It's not like there isn't weaponry that would work. They just pick the worst possible setup to to send these people out with. I mean, this movie literally. Oh, there's a thing. This movie literally lets people choose their own skin before they're going out into like their mission. They're fucking so battle dumb. royale skins. Like, I want to wear my chef yeah, skin, guys. <laughs> oh my god, it didn't occur <laughs> to me. That's that then they deploy like fucking like they got dropped from the bus right into the. That's absolutely <laughs> what they were going for. I didn't even think about that until you said it just now. But that's the battle royale imagery is so there. Okay. This movie very much feels like a studio executive was kind of looking over the shoulder and going like, can we just like kind of shove that right in there? Like, We need kids to go to this movie and they need to know that it's really poggers. So what what do kids like? They like no, they like uh, crispy Skins. rats. They like crispy rats. They like crispy rats. They like being dropped in. Uh, <laughs> uh, they, they they like aliens, right? They like yeah, they, they, they like they like just falling to their death in random clothing. Like that's just a thing these kids like. Oh my god! At one point, I was sitting there thinking because they had to get like from up top of a skyscraper down to a lower building, and I'm like, man, if only this were war zone, you could just parachute down real quick. Just make things so much quicker. Yeah, they, they instead, were, instead, they were instead of quietly them, tiptoeing around the stairwell for they, they five them, minutes, like, oh, they told him like you, you're going to drop from like ten feet in the air, like falling ten feet from the air can still hurt you pretty badly. Yeah, yeah. You would think that they'd be like, okay, well here's a parachute or something just in case. So, so, so it's kind of funny. Like I always tell people that here's whenever... an inflatable bubble. Just stop in this, and we'll send that back. No, I always tell people like, uh, like, oh yeah, I can jump off my roof and survive. I'm like, yeah, but like, there's a chance you'll break, you'll break your ankle. There's a chance you'll fuck up. Like, you just, just you'll, you, you'll be okay. Like, in the long run, sure, you're still gonna get hurt. These people are just like, yeah, we're just launching you. Uh, what about training? Nah, here's a gun. Like, that's it. Like, I was like, okay, all right. But again, from from the from the from the top, this movie, the first like half hour is the climax of another movie. It, it is. It did the same thing that uh, uh, fuck, Army of the Dead did, where it tells the story of almost a more interesting movie to start off with, at least a different movie. It, it, it feels like they're trying to replicate kind of like a Cameron-esque five-act structure as opposed to a three-act, and it just doesn't work. It just feels overly long. Well, because no, the problem is, like, so... Again, this is gonna be spoilerific about yes, yeah, spoilers. Uh, tomorrow War, like so, they he gets drafted. Like these people show up, and people are getting drafted. Like you know, so many people aren't coming back, but like, so they get dropped off to do this mission because they need they need to get some samples. Blah blah blah, extraction. But here's the problem: when things turn you know turn sideways and they have to get the fuck out people are dying left and right and like they're 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 running for their lives to, to get to the extraction they have this big bombastic dramatic music playing they have the 
the fat guy falls down and hurts himself. Then someone gets sh- uh, shot with a sp- uh, with a needle in the back, and they're just kind of like, "Go on without me." And it's like, I don't know who any of you people are. I don't fucking care that you're dying, because again, this isn't reality. Like, it's right. not the same as um, say at the beginning of Saving Private Ryan, where you have what are essentially nameless soldiers all day, but you're like, this is representing a, a historical event. These were real people. This movie is trying to like, have this nice fictional universe where you're like, oh, you're going to care about them because they're going to stay behind. And it's like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, we're already in a future where most of the population's dead. Like, I have to learn and like who these people are, why I should care about them, and then maybe I'll care about them. But you got to put that groundwork in. You can't start off that way. And then the movie starts when he wakes up again. Then the actual movie starts half an hour later where it's like, oh, hey. Yeah, the, the explosion and then bam, the Tomorrow War. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, that's, the, that's such a long indulgent. And I, and I think it's a problem with, with streaming. It's the one thing that I'm having problems with. I think a lot of... Um, creatives uh, and executives are getting way too fucking comfortable with the fact that they're like, ah, well, you know, they can pause it whenever the fuck they want. So like, don't even worry about it. Have it be as bloated as possible. I think of like the Irishman being fucking three and a half hours long. And she's like, they're just like, nah, whatever editing Snyder versus being four, uh, four hours long. Who gives a fuck? Snyder cut. Here you go. Nah. Like, well, again, I, I feel like they're trying to replicate Cameron. Cameron really likes to do the five-act pyramid structure as opposed to three-act. So you have exposition, you have your rising action or a complication, you have your climax, you have your falling action or the resolution, and you have your, your like, kind of end, even flow, wrap everything up. And it's like they're trying to do that. Like, you, you can break the movie down into basically five acts, but it's not interesting. It, it's not good. It just is. It doesn't make any sense to do it that way. If you watch, like, a Titanic or an Avatar, and it's built in five-act structure, it kind of makes sense, because the whole thing is meant to be the spectacle of it all, not necessarily the plot structure. The plot is there to serve as a thing to hang all of the fun set dressing on. But in this movie, the, the interesting thing about it has been done before. Better. Cheaper? Cheaper. I want to say cheaper. Uh, why this this budget was two hundred million, and I want to say uh, Edge of Tomorrow was one hundred and eighty million. So it's been done before, cheaper with better actors with more success. Why why are we doing this? I, I I'm just I'm just confused because if it was like, fifty million dollars cheaper, I'd be like, yeah, I get it. You were like, hey, I want an Edge of Tomorrow, but I want Crispy Rat in it, and we'll, yeah, just make it happen. Like, okay, cool, cool. It it but just like, it, it also it also uh takes shortcuts i guess i'll say where it's just like here's this tough as nails uh like commander and it's like it's your daughter from the future yeah boring (laughs) boring saw it coming i've seen uh inception not inception fuck uh uh the space one interstellar i've seen interstellar been done before better maybe not cheaper probably not cheaper interstellar but it's been done before (laughs) like all of these <laughs> concepts are just kind of patchwork quilted together from better movies. You're like, okay, I what? get it, but why did you spend so much money doing it? Like, it wouldn't be a, that that part wouldn't be a problem. It's just, 
I don't know why you would. Um, I don't know. It's kind. Of, it's kind of strange that um, that would be the movie instead of being. We need to go to the future to do this. Like, no, everyone's just cannon fodder. Just sending people over to hopefully come back and maybe accomplish their missions. Their whole point is to just stall. It's all a stall tactic. Let's not send the scientists back so they can work on it unencumbered by the fact that they're about to die. Let's just send people forward so they can die and slow down the mass invasion. So hopefully we can finish up our, our magic cure before everything goes bad. Like Speaking of, and, Terminator. And, and then, uh, they yes. send, yeah. they're like, ah, oh, they're going to go it's kill Terminator. our leader. They're going to go kill the, the mother of our leader uh, before our leader's born. Let's stop that. And it's like, it's not like they going back and they're like, ah, we're going to, we're going to, we, we know time travel and how it works. So I'm going to go back, build time travel shit, and then like send fuckers forward to fight our Terminator war. Like, mm-hmm. no, like that's not, that's not the logical point that you should be fucking taking at all. No, that is not the right answer to this. The right answer is, oh, we know exactly where these things pop out at. Like we know where they show up and when. Let's let's go like check that place out. No, let's, a, let's see. A, a high school teacher, former military guy, and then like someone who likes rocks figured it out. Right. And uh, and uh, um, the, the uh, volcano and, kid. And the yeah, and the yeah, kid the who kid. knows volcanoes. That's one thing I'll say is there there was set up and there's set up the payoff. Here. It's just bad. Well, it's really bad. It's cliche. It's it's obvious when you're approaching. You're like, are they looking at are they really? Uh, uh, oh, oh, they did it. They no, did it. the part that I was saying that at, not it was not at the payoff there. It was during their their boot camp thing where everything is figured out and then explained by like the people in like this small five group rate five person radius where they're like oh why are they so young oh it's because they haven't been born yet like uh, oh right gail the snail and a few other hodgepodge character actors uh just to be there to die to make us maybe feel something oh yeah i was i was told by uh, uh i was told by ray that like seeing Gail the Snail try to do this heroic, like go on without me thing. It was just like, I don't take it seriously because you're I a comedian. I can't fucking do it. I just only I can, see your comedy. <laughs> like, I can barely take Jimmy Simpson seriously. And I think he's a really great actor and like really brings the chops when he's given the opportunity. But it's hard to take him seriously without seeing a fucking McPoyle. Like, it's always something he's <laughs> ruined people for me. Like, that's fine. That's fine. Um, but no, I. Yes, yeah, so so Elle and I watched Terminator and Terminator Two this past week. Okay, uh, the only two Terminator movies that exist. Um, uh, I'm so sorry. Like, those star sun, the star sunglasses in three. Anyway, go uh, on. I think no, I can't remember. I can't remember. We're going to watch the rest eventually because they're bad and worth watching. But anyway, like we we've been watching a lot of Cameron hard sci-fi lately. So like, I get where they're coming from trying to make this happen, but it just does not work uh, again. You have Chris Bratt, who's not an overly charismatic leading man. He he, he can be there and kind of he's quippy, smolder. and it's like it's like I I understand your desire to have but, like a young quippy guy, but like you can't but have look at his body of work and look at when he's good. What is he good in? In an ensemble cast where the other people are also at, like good at what they do, good or better. Like when he's Opposite Bradley Cooper, 
and, and, and you know when he was across uh, thor when it, he and him and thor interacting was just like right. ah there you go like this works but go back and watch like, that scene and it's largely hemsworth that, that's carrying that like pratt's kind of holding on for dear life and they kind of play to that with the characters but like right it, that's it, what play, it, is. it plays to that insecure person of right. the character and it's like well right. i need him to be the most confident man it's kind of like well then you have well then you run with jurassic world right Jesus. and like <laughs> don't get me started that's that's what i'm saying that's why this is the crispiest rat right now like this version this of Chris is really Rat, this is rat. so crispy like he's just like oh i i'm i am both super smart intelligent teacher man but also like the hardened the hardened grizzled veteran badass man soldier man who's gonna who's gonna lead these people in combat and like let me take charge and give orders, and they're gonna know exactly what the fuck I mean when I say it. Like when I give orders, they know exactly what I mean. Like it, it's it's a fun mess because I'm just trying to confi- I'm just trying to figure out why they're right why they're doing the things they're doing. Because okay, so then it's like I, oh. I want to read the first draft of the script, like because because it was originally called Ghost Draft. And like, okay, are we fighting ghosts? I am intrigued. Ghost draft. I, I I don't know what the plot was, but just that name alone has me more intrigued than the Tomorrow War. Like, well, the thing, the thing that gets me is like it, so they did the same thing that fucking Edge of Tomorrow did with getting rid of the good name for the lame name. Oh, uh, live die repeat. Live die repeat, bro. That is that is an incredible film name. They're like, nah, Edge of Tomorrow. Like, I get it, but like, you had Live Die Repeat right there. I mean, they changed it to Live Die Repeat. No, they they changed it. No, it was Edge of Tomorrow. It was Edge of Tomorrow. Like, that's what they said to like promote the movie Live Die Repeat. And then the movie was Edge of Tomorrow. The movie was called Edge of Tomorrow. And then like the tagline was Live Die Repeat. And then when they released it on DVD, they released it as Live Die Repeat. So like because it was based off of a book that was well, out of off a manga, off a manga. That's right. All you need is kill. That All you need is kill. So, so the name was originally more quippy, and you're like, "Well, go with a quippy name." Like it's right there. Well, no, no. Then it gets me is like, I, so let's take you to the scene, it, right? It's, it's the scene where they're going to uh, go find the female. They're going to the big one because for some reason this one survived the 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 gas. We don't know why. It's like, okay. <clears throat> so they go, all right, so you're going on this mission. I want you to stay in the helicopter, crispy rat. And it's like, no, I want to go down there. Like, no, you stay in the helicopter. And why is he there? Why did you bring him? This is the lowest lane. Why the fuck are you on Zod's ship? Uh, that, that's the thing is, is it's, it's playing <laughs> off this thing. Like, I, I get what they're going for. It's trying to do an inverse of the man telling the woman to stay back and let me go do it. Like, oh, no, it's the woman doing that, and it's her father, blah, blah, blah. I get what they're going for. It's just bad. It's executed poorly. And a large part of it is that Chris Pratt has no, like, ability to be a likable person much. And he definitely can't be a mature person much. So to see him as, like, a likable dad figure opposite of Ivan Strahovski, who's hotter and older, it just doesn't work. Right, because now they're the same age. They're 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 like they're they're in that weird love interest range because because the time passing. 
I'm almost sure this movie was written originally with them having like some sort of romantic angle. Like I'm sure of it. You and know, then whatever whatever conservative group that came in was like, we need Chris Pratt in this role was like, we can't have that. You know what? That, that's I way think too gay. Would have been super fucking like left field. Because and it would never happen. This is now just a stupid thought in my head. It could never happen. So <laughs> Chris V. Rack gets sent to the fucking future, right? Ends up falling in love with his daughter. Now it's like this weird, like incestuous relationship, like where then she dies, he goes back, and now he has to raise that kid. And he's just like, "What the fuck am I supposed to do?" <laughs> fuck that Tomorrow War shit. It's kind of like I fell in love with my daughter, and now I don't know what to do. I'm not sure I want to see that one. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it'd be a more interesting movie. <laughs> what the fuck? It would be a more interesting movie. movie. <laughs> I will give you that much. That would be a much more interesting movie. Because again, I haven't seen that one before. I've seen Edge of Tomorrow. Uh, it's yeah, just like no, uh, it's so it's so melodramatic. And then whenever they go into whenever they go into um, hardcore military action moves where it's just like, oh, don't you see how badass they look? Oh, they're so But badass. it's not! They're using the mm. wrong shit and getting wrecked because of it. No, like, I'm, I'm said, when, they're, when, they're, when they're like, okay, uh, 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 the moment in particular was so so you have J.K. Simmons, right? Badass grandpa. Oh, end, where he's all like, back to back. Well, no, because they the dad and the daughter did that shit too. Where they were like, like okay, you cover my my six kind of thing, and they're like they're like shooting, they're yeah. they're, they're, they're traveling, traveling together, and oh my god, like I wanted Dom to come out. I'm like nothing stronger than family. Like that's all I needed. Like I needed <laughs> I needed Dom to come out. Here Pretty much what we were going for. We, we were I close. Mean, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> and, and and again, it's it's such a it's such a weird like path for the movie to take, where you have. Like he gets sent forward, and that's half an hour. That's the intro. Then you have the real movie where it's like we got to capture this DNA, and he has like an arc with the future daughter. And then like, oh fuck, he gets sent. He gets sent back with the vial, and they're like, ah, you can't go. You can't go back to the future no more. Oh no, like. And then the logical thing happens, like, why don't we stop them before it becomes a tomorrow war? And it's like, oh yeah, we should uh, go do that. Where does it land? I don't know. Like look at look under the fingernail, volcano kid. Tell us where that where that's at, buddy. Right, but but again, <laughs> who is it that comes up with the idea? Do you, do you recall? Like who is it that comes up with the whole like world saving explanation? The Wait. wife. It's the wife. It's the wife. It, it's it's oh god, it's such pandering bullshit. Be, oh, because the because the mineral mineral blah gotta punch things. Thanks, that, Zach, that, that gets me about all that. Is save that feminism. This guy, like, we're so lucky that this guy Dorian had that call that just so happened to have the ash sediment from a volcanic explosion from like I don't know, two thousand years ago. But it was set up. <laughs> it's not a souvenir. It's a reminder. And it's like, uh, it's a souvenir, like, dude. Like, but also, you guys, good thing we have Volcano Kid. All right. Well, and, and part of that is just to show, I guess, that things can go back. But, like, that brings up whole other questions. Like, if you can send somebody back with full plate carrier and random gun, why not send them back in a tank? Like, I, I don't no, know. No, it's not even that. All right, ready? Like, 
you 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 just say fuck it and send a nuke. Like if <laughs> why not? Why not? What what's stopping you from sending like I don't know, all the equipment possible. Like Again, just send all of your science people back to the, the present and then nuke the future. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> that that could be the name of it, nuke the future. That's a much there better you go. name. Now, now, now you got all the Americans on board. I get I'll, 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 I'll send freedom to the future. We're gonna we're gonna take him. They got they have all of our oil. <laughs> Mission accomplished. I, I'm I'm just so confused because like again like if you go the super logical route you don't have a movie sure sure but my my big issue like always comes down to like okay so now you have the third movie which is ah the logical part let's 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 stop it now so we don't have to worry about it later and then it's just like a small Why wasn't that step one. <laughs> Like that could have been the, like the whole movie because then like, things could have gotten out of hand, and but I think then you then to me I think that could run into the Lost World issue, where you right. have like the first movie which is like ah oh, we have to you know get out ah and then it's like there's one loose in San Diego like <laughs> what do you do now wacky it ate a dog like oh no. <laughs> uh, where where did that raptor show up then? Is it a raptor? I, I there, never watched the movie. Uh, there is a raptor in the Lost World that gets defeated by gymnastics. There is, and then there's the T Rex that hops a boat ride to San Diego for a while. There's a T Rex that somehow uh, eats a whole man whole except for his hand, and the hand still attached to the clothes button. And for some reason, that person got eaten. The T Rex got back into the hold. Uh, for the whole the clothes button to matter, and uh, yeah, the lost world's a mess. Like, I'll just say that because, like, they're like, How did that happen? How did they kill everyone in the wheelhouse? But it's a gigantic T Rex, and the wheelhouse is a small wheelhouse, like, it's just a place with the you know steering wheel. But anyway, that's just me not liking the lost world, <laughs> like, or at least big parts of it. It's so dumb, <laughs> it's such a dumb movie. <laughs> Oh, we had to get a convertible and make the baby T-Rex cry because then the parental, uh, uh, it'll hear the baby crying and it'll chase us in this convertible in the streets of San Diego. <laughs> like, it's so fucking silly. Uh, okay, so, so back back to Tomorrow War, though. Like, one of the things that bothered me most about the whole movie that does not work at all is them spending most of the last, like, the, the third act of the last bit there freaking out constantly about... Murray? Murray, the girl, dying. In a timeline, we are trying to prevent, prevent from, from happening. happening. Who fucking cares if she dies? That's the whole point, is that if we accomplish this, if we win, that never happened. That never happened. Yeah. Like, there, there's, an, there's an interesting movie in here. There, it, like, there's like three or four interesting movies. In here. And just, I, I don't know. I think there's a really interesting potential for a movie where he goes to the future, finds out that he just fucking ruins his marriage, ends up kind of killing himself, basically, and then goes back in time. No, no. And he then dies tries from a to. Car accident. Yeah, basically, he kills himself. I, I'm just I'm rewriting that in my head. Like, he was drinking and driving. Like, I want. Like, so, if, if it would have been like, oh, cirrhosis of the liver, you became a drunk. Like, I'd be like, oh shit. Like, he must have drank a shit ton for that to take yeah. place. But no, no, no. It's just all like, well, you were driving no, and you got into an like, accident. And so, like, the last yeah, like I said, we're, we're, we're changing it. 
We're changing it. So, so he, he killed himself driving, goes back in time, tries to be different, and then fucks it all up again anyway, because you can't change the future. So, like, are we even, what are we doing? Are we able to, to, to change, are we just going to fight this forever? Are these things going to kill us? So, like, there's this whole, like, metaphysical angle. Like, there's an interesting story in here somewhere. It just, yeah, it, I, when, I, when I was watching the movie, I thought, like, oh, this is probably going to be some very weird, like, time loop. No, sort of thing, but nothing happens. Right, it could have been a time loop, right? Where they go to the state, like, okay, so the reimagined like twist ending would be like, so they go to Russia, they unlock this ship, and they're the reason why this this whole thing started. Not not because the ice caps melting, which is like a cheap like attempt at social commentary, but (laughs) like they because they went to Russia, they released these these aliens from the spaceship, and that's where. The whole tomorrow war even kicks off. Like, okay. I I could go with that as a nice little twist ending to the time loop. But then to me, that's the Terminator 3 ending, which I don't like, where it's like right. again, there are just more interesting movies here than this. This played out in a really boring way. Like you really want to see Chris Pratt be a bad dad, and then at the end he's just like, I'm gonna do better. I promise I'll do better. Credits like, roll. Okay, cool. <laughs> Like th- there are more interesting movies that deal with time paradoxes. Primer is a great example of like a really low budget indie movie that deals just with time travel and the mechanics of it. It's really interesting and crazy, and I highly recommend it. Bill and Ted's uh, Excellent Adventure. Instead. Bill and Ted's. Uh, uh, they do a about great time. Job. About time is a really interesting kind of rom com about relationships and time travel. Super cool. Watch that instead. Highly recommend that. Uh, Idiocracy is a better time travel movie than this. <laughs> Uh, I think that's more of a time displacement more than time travel. Yeah, it's a fish out of water. Yeah, to be fair. Like it's th- the- these people are being jumped forward, so it, you know, I don't know. Yeah, but they can go back, God. and that's still that's that's what makes the travel part. You can go back, which just eliminates all of the interesting parts of the time travel. If you can just pop back and be fine, like you'll be back I in seven days or whatever the fuck the timeline they, was. They like, had they had to make it more. 32 hours. Lethal, more threatening by by having the, the oh, we're going to go and fight people and they're going to all immediately die. But, like, you could solve that. You don't have to send these people back with 556 five, on foot. Like, send back the fucking robo dogs from, from Boston Dynamics and, and let them but they have drones. some bombs. Like, did you see all right, the they drones? They do have they drones. Have. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, we're apparently they, 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 just mowing them down. Like, they had, they had, Gatling guns of some sort, probably 50 cal, I'm guessing. And they were just blowing these motherfuckers away. But here, here's a 556 short barrel. Good luck. Also with a scope. Also, short barrel untrained, scope. untrained. Everyone's untrained that's with you, except for you, apparently. Arrested. They, they know it's a problem in the movie because they address it in the dialogue. They're like, why don't you tell them what's going on? Well, we never get anybody to show up. They're not showing up. You're drafting them. Like, it's like, already what the a fuck force... are you talking about? It's a forced draft. Like, oh, they won't call... they wouldn't show up like. Oh, okay. All we're saying is once you get them in the room and you're about to drop them in, be like, hey, this is what's happening. Like, they put the fucking Futurama when Zap Brannigan's like, the key to war is the element of surprise. Surprise! Surprise! And then drops the the floor out. Like, okay, fuck it. We're just stealing from Futurama, too. It just steals really interesting elements from other very much better properties. I'm I'm just... uh, It's funny. It's funny. Because you can draw parallels where, like, something was done... But they're not doing it to be serious. Like the Futurama thing is a gag, like, right? And this is like a joke. And this is like satirical. We, even we can't tell them because 
Like it's it'd be so scary. They just wouldn't show up and ah, oh, gritty, 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 gritty. Okay. And it's like they don't have to show up. Like it's not really, not really. Like you're telling me, but again, you're telling me that you've exhausted the supply of the military personnel, the world's military personnel. You've exhausted that supply. So sending school teachers is the next, like, this is it. This is the way to go. Like, that's your fucking solution? Like, uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh. But then how, how are they going to sell their skins? <laughs> their chef skins? <laughs> well, can we even talk about, like, the, the problem they forgot with the game. sending... <laughs> can we talk about the problem of sending people forward like this? Like... How are they going about figuring out who to send forward? It's people who are going to die before it happens. Die before then. So that's like a lot of people. Why why that? I didn't really understand why that specifically. Well, okay. So, the only thing that's important is people who have people who are supposed to breed that have not already. Those seem like the only people you need to keep back. The Otherwise one, you start fucking up like timelines and stuff. They explain it. They're gonna die before it happens and they don't meet their future self. Oh, so that's the only reason. That's the only they, they again. That's what I'm saying. That, that initial that initial boot camp scene was every all these five six people figured they figured everything out. They're like, ah, they're young because they haven't been born yet. Ah, they're sending us probably because we're not alive at that time. You know, time paradox things. And then they're like, ah, and then and that's it. They, that's they, just they nerdy speculation. It. Like, why? But again, that's it. That's the only but place the, they give, and that's what you they want you to follow. Just the timeline. It's trying to go and fuck shit up. Like, <laughs> and then, which they already did by going back in time. Do we care about temporal paradoxes or not? Like, I just don't understand. We only do whenever we say we do. Because apparently going back in time to, to creating an event that hadn't happened in their lives. Oh, they didn't have someone from the Tomorrow War show up and start drafting motherfuckers. But we're going to... Despite what the fuck that might happen to our current timeline, but even then, if that if that's, like, that's what I'm saying, you have the divergent timeline theory, right? Where it didn't happen for you, but you're doing it. So, like, what's the point of going back just to save your? Sh- that that's some selfish shit. I'm gonna jump into another goddamn timeline and steal your people, cause fuck you, fucking zoomers. <laughs> <laughs> What's after Zoomer? Technically, I guess. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just... But it, it's it just seems like super selfish and dumb. But a positive is J.K. Simmons looks jacked. Like he like JK looks Simmons looks good. good. Looks real good. And I, I believe him as a conspiracy theorist. At all? Yeah, I mean that, that's believable. We need we need you to be jacked conspiracy theorist J. Jonah Jameson. But like, okay, so 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 bear with me. What if you just have J.K. Simmons be the lead? Just just fire Chris Pratt. No, Cut keep 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 out. keep Chris Pratt. Here's what it should. Here's an, here's what it could have been right. J.K. Simmons is not Chris Pratt's dad. That's Chris Pratt from another timeline who's been fighting this war who came back to be like, here's what we need to do. And they they, they blow him off because they're like, you're me from the future? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, I don't hate that. I just, seriously, it's like a baseline. Just replace 
the lead with J.K. Simmons, and I think you have a better movie. I think I think that's just me recreating Looper, though. Like, yeah. if I'm being honest, I'm just like, wait, wait, that's me recreating Looper. Like, <laughs> every bit of this has been done better before. That's why they didn't, like, land with any of these other things as being the main focal point of the movie. They had nothing else to land on. It's all been done. You have to do, like, a weird amalgam of all sorts of weird things kind of combined for it to be anything new or unique. I, you know, you know what, you know what movie I thought of? You know what movie I thought of when they went to Russia? Hmm. And that they're looking for aliens in the snow. And all I thought was X Files, the X Files movie where they go into <laughs> a freezing climate to look for the aliens, and that's where the aliens are happening. <laughs> it's like, uh oh, yeah. uh oh, I'm thinking of better movies. <laughs> like, uh oh, the X Files movie isn't even that great of a movie, but it's definitely better. But like, it, I don't know. I think that. They wanted to have like an alien sci-fi movie. They wanted to have like Chris Pratt Army Man. They wanted to have like we need for some reason not one but two black sidekicks to 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 accompany, and one's going to be the real grizzled guy, and one's going to be kind of comic relief. Ha <laughs> ha! Why would I load a gun? We're in a pressurized cabin. <laughs> and it's like. What? Like, what is happening in this movie? Like, we're just we're just barreling towards an ending, <laughs> and like I think there's one part, like there's one part that I find uh, in particular that's very funny, and it's at the very very end where the uh, American politician was like, "I was behind them a hundred percent the entire time," like, and if I would oh, yeah. I would send them again if I could, <laughs> like I would make that decision a hundred times. Taking all the credit. Taking yeah. all the credit. I'm just like, ah. Uh... I'm just like this. The, the movie just like it made me laugh. It made me tired. Like, cause I'm just like, what? Like, it's I, I didn't hate it, but I'm just going like, you guys are taking this seriously, huh? Like, you tried. Like, damn. I think people should watch it. But if you, cause if you, if you're able to just like, sh- like, enjoy stupid shit, like here it is. Here, here's the the crispiest the rat's gonna be for a minute. Like here you go, he's 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 action man. He's he's on point, being badass. Come on, me and J.K. Simmons back to back. Like, like, what? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah, if man. you look at the if you look at the people behind this movie, it kind of starts to make sense why it is the way it is. Go on. Uh, <clears throat> Skydance Media is one of the production companies behind it, uh, famous for such great films as uh, Jack Reacher, uh, G.I. Joe Retaliation, uh, World War Z, Star Trek Into Darkness, uh, Terminator oh, Genesis. Oh, there Perfect. it is. Geostorm. Oh, my God. Uh, Geostorm. The one where the, the weather satellites go crazy. But it has some decent ones in there, too. So, like, Annihilation, uh, Mission Impossible, Fallout, and Ghost Protocol. Like, uh, some hits, but mostly just really bad action movies of properties that shouldn't be action movies, probably. Uh, Paramount's its own thing. Like, I, I, we didn't have time to get into all of Paramount's issues, but, like, it's Paramount. Right. Uh, Brian Oliver is one of, the, one of the execs on it. Uh, famous for Black Swan. Uh, but recently... Not done shit. Coming to America without remorse. Top Gun Maverick. Good luck with that. 
I can't uh, wait for that schlock. I am Green, so ready. Sonic 2, Transformers Rise of the Beast, Dungeons and Dragons. I guess we're doing another movie of that. Uh, David Goyer, though, is somebody who, like, maybe kind of should know what he's doing. But, like, a writer on such things as uh, Dark City and the Blade trilogy, uh, Batman Begins, Jumper, um, Dorian Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises. Like, this guy knows story structure. He's not unaware of it. You it's just a weird mix of people. It's too many people involved for this to ever come out. I don't know. It's wild. Here, here, edited by the guy who edited Armageddon. Here's an interesting. Here's an interesting tidbit of um, of criticism. Apparently, Chinese commentators mock the film as absurd, saying that they're bored of the bombastic American-style narration of U.S. heroes saving the globe. Yeah, it's like me too. Yeah. Like I'm on board with that idea. Me too. Like I don't know. I I, I just there's there's definitely a lot of sources that they could have like th- or this could have handled like one or two more passes on the script, like purely on the just script structure alone. Like the beginning part was like like again really weird to have the intro to then like start another movie because again there's three movies here. There's the climax of the first movie. There's the second movie of like we need to get the uh uh the female and then get the uh the the DNA solution to match and then the other one is ah we stop it before it begins like there's three different movies like three and it's like is it too many too many like cooks in the kitchen is it just was it just the script didn't have enough like hey someone need to think like, hey maybe flatten this out a little bit like streamline it a bit more instead of it being like three distinct movies like it's basically three different movies like Amer- american adventure in russia it's like ha- they, they had a trilogy but then just decided no we we can only make one movie right it's the Zack snyder effect <laughs> <laughs> we and, gotta have the justice they, League movie now four hours long <laughs> we need a Justice League now. Wait, what about the other movies to introduce people? Now we need it now. Wait a second, can't wait. Got to be today. We can't have multiple movies setting people up and then having a culmination film. We just need to throw them in and have a two-minute introduction. And congratulations, they're part of the Justice League, and you're part of the GI Joe Troopers of Crispy Rat, and you're going to Russia. Like congratulations. It's like I mean that that's wild too. Like they come back from the future and go, "Hey, we know where these things are going to pop out at. Like, can we just run some like lidar around this area for a while and see if there's anything there?" And they're like, "No, sorry, budget." No, Russia won't let us. Like you would think, oh, uh, people are coming Who in from the future. Fucking no, cares? No, no, Fuck no, no, Russia. No, 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 no. Stop. You have to remember that the breakdown of relations only happened after the time travel thing became uh, impossible. Whenever there was a time travel thing, the world became like this one nation sending all of their military. Like, there could have been a concerted effort to be like, oh, fuck. One, where do they land? Two, where are they? Again, I think of Independence Day resurgence. You had Independence Day happen. Like, there's the fall civilization. And then, like, everyone got together. And it's all, like, you know, the Earth Defense Force now or whatever the fuck. You go back in time saying, hey, the world gets fucked up. We need to work together. They do start working together. And then instead of like, oh, the time travel thing stopped. And it's instead of going like, okay, so then what do we do now? It's like, no, they take their ball. But no, you can't go into Russian airspace. They made that shit up 
just so they can make it quote unquote hard for Crispy Rat to get into Russia. And now he's doing it on his own. He doesn't even need the American government. Like, right. What? That's exactly it. And that's dumb. That's fucking dumb. Like, they didn't have the discussion to be like, hey, so th- was there an impact? Uh, no. Like, one, how do they know that? They know that, right? Like, that seemed to be common knowledge that there was no impact. They don't know how they landed. And then no one thought maybe they'd been here the whole time. Nobody? Like, I, again, I'm just like. Just the wife. Just, just the wife. Just the one. The, just the wife. <laughs> the strong wife. They've been here the whole time. Let's go talk to Volcano Boy. Like, Volcano Boy, tell us your knowledge of volcanoes. Surely there's no one else smarter than you when it comes to volcanoes. And it's like, uh. And based on what this little boy said, they break, uh, well, I guess would still be considered international law to, to cross over to, to stop, stop, stop them aliens. And then you have the, um, I don't know if it's a trope, but I will say, uh, from Starship Troopers, you have the black character who sets off the explosion to stop the other ones from reaching the outside. And I'm like, ooh, <laughs> like, oh, all that too. So like again, he sacrifices himself to blow up the ship. Okay. Like, I, I'm just like little little Independence Day in there too. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Hello, boys, I'm back. back. I ha- the, 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 this black guy's just kind of like I have cancer and just like, I'll die how I want to die. Glorious like, purpose. Oh wait, no, it's a different show. No, glorious purpose. Ah. Oh my god! Again. The movie, the movie is just, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a fun watch, but just like the first Transformers movie, as soon as it's done and I think about it, I'm like, oh, this is really, really dumb. Like, this is just really dumb because I had a lot of fun in the first Transformers movie. And then like within 15 minutes, I was just like. Wait, like they fucking what? What the fuck? <laughs> what happened? I feel like the first Transformers was buoyed by, I mean, one, it was a more interesting thing back then because we hadn't seen it before. But like, the level of acting brought to that was a lot better than in subsequent films. Even Shia LaBeouf oh. does a really good job in that movie. Um, there's a lot Megan of positives. Really there's, a, there's, a, there's a lot of positives when it comes to the first Transformers movie. But it could like, have been good. It's still hard to follow visually. That's what messes me up. It's still Michael Bay. Still Michael Bay. Speaking of explosions, are back. So yeah, like this movie just likes to show off random explosions and just be like, ah, it's exploding, and then he gets sent back in time again. Yep. Okay. And the cool. fi- the vial didn't break at all, really, because like he was kind of holding yeah. it in his hand. I was waiting on that to be the reveal, and it didn't happen. Like. There's any number of things that could have happened that just didn't. Like, you had that vial in your hand. We couldn't remove it. He just held onto it the entire time. And yeah, and you're kind of like, really? Like, really, though? You couldn't get a, a vial out of it? And even then, even if they were like, oh, but we can't go back in time. It's like, well, okay, then, cool. Well, we have this vial. 
Uh, let's mass produce the fuck out of it. Distribute right. it to in, to the world uh, for their military to have it in their weapons and shit. Like figure out the distribution methods and how you could get that right. out there. Uh, like again, you, you we have tear gas and have a tear gas with just that chemical. Uh, that way, whenever they do end up, you know, showing up, we have a very very easy way to take them out. There's and so it, many different stories here that could have been interesting, and instead and they the were just boring. like. And they're just like, eh. We we're can't gonna go- mass produce it, but we're not gonna do anything with it. We're we we lost, guys. We can't go back oh. to the future. Like, no, you won. You technically won. Like, you've already won because Crispy Rat came back with the fucking formula. He came back with the Krabby Patty formula. You you can g- give Krabby Patties to the world. Like, whenever the monsters come, you feed them the Krabby Patties that, and they that die. The future is gone now. Yeah, There's you no did it. No way that the current version of the future can exist. Based off of what's happened now, like when these things show up randomly, they won't easily overwhelm everyone because we've been preparing for this for like when is decades. it happened? Seventy something? It was like thirty decades. years or something. Yeah, it's been decades. decades. Like what? No, like it should. The movie shouldn't even happen. Like the whole the whole story of the movie should be, oh, we have an idea, and then somebody just shows them and says, hey, we did it. Good job. It worked. <laughs> oh. well, shit. Cool. Well, no, the, the Bill and Ted method where it's like, I'm just gonna uh, remember to, bring, to put a key there next time. <laughs> oh shit, here's the key. Like, and that's it. Like, <laughs> we just gotta remember. See, it's been done better. Every idea for this movie has been executed flawlessly in other films. Guys, I gotta remember, like, to develop a, a, a chemical component that could kill them all. And then I'm going to leave it right there in that plant. And then you just open the plant. Wicked, bro. Look at that. We, we, we got it. Like, <laughs> uh, This is what Richard Roper said. I gave it two out of four stars. He said, the Tomorrow War is an earnest effort to bring something new to the time travel action genre. But this movie is a 2021 vehicle made of parts from 2010s and 1990s and 1980s. Oh, damn. And yeah, that's it. That, that's what I've been trying to articulate. It is, it is pieced together from cool ideas from other movies. And that's it. That's all that there is in this movie. It's just ideas that were cool somewhere else, poorly executed by the Kmart of actors. Like, uh, I see that's not fair. Kmart's actually got its act together better. The Dollar General of actors. I mean, the only reason that you're gonna, uh, I'm glad you chose Dollar General because if you were to say Family Dollar, I'd say no, because you know there's something stronger yeah. than a family. It's all about family. <laughs> Yeah, there's they have that moment in this movie, and Fast does it better. Right? And, uh, yeah, right. and that's the thing. Fast and Furious. <laughs> oh, and then just randomly, like, here's your grandpa. Like at the very end, I'm just like, I kind of would have rather had the grandpa die. Like instead I mean, of instead of it being a fist fight, instead of it becoming a fist fight with the the big alien, this is supposed to be the alpha alien. Like the females are bigger, so they're stronger and blah blah blah. They're more they're more durable. They can handle the the the, the serum better for some reason. Female. And it's like, okay, so now you're gonna just punch it to death? Oh, okay. Like, sure, you're getting into a fist fight with it. Like, congrats, Chris Pratt, you did it. You just you punched the alien to death because you saw. Um, Will Smith do it once in a movie. He punched it because of Independence Day. Like it's <laughs> nothing original. It's just hey, I saw that in a movie once. He, he forgot the line. Welcome to Earth. He doesn't say that. Okay, he should should have. But no, uh, it, it's it's uh, 
like and then the funny part at the way that the, the alien eventually does die die is it has the syrup like put into its fucking face and then like it falls off the cliff and then like on impact it just like a water balloon just just, <laughs> just disintegrates and yeah, that's it like, that's it's like it. if you dropped an open or a closed Ziploc bag of soup, it just went everywhere. What's your spaghetti policy around here, guys? Like, I gotta What's know. your spaghetti? <laughs> oh, okay, then, and then, and then you have a uh, Chris Redfall next to J.K. Simmons, and then like, oh, don't forget the other guys out here too, and he just kind of like plops next to them, and then oh, that's it. Thought you were dead. I thought you okay? Sure. Final scene. Real credits. Final scene has the politician taking credit, and everyone's like, "We did it! We win! Yay! We saved the future." But it's like the future was saved already. Like again, that's what that, again. There's so many lo- like the jumps in logic or the lack of logic. You just have to be like, "Don't think about it." Oh, why couldn't they just send scientists back to start developing shit? Like you have samples, but you didn't have samples of the female somehow. Okay, sure. And maybe that's what the initial mission needs to be. But that wasn't what it was. Yeah, like that that could have been the whole thing. It's just like, hey, we we know there are females and they can they better, survive. They survive our they can survive attacks. the toxin better, so we gotta make sure we develop something that can kill it. That's why we need to send people to the future to find Oh, to find one. Bring it we, back. The, yeah. So again, oh, there you go. Like that's rewriting the whole thing from scratch, right? Like the whole the mission that you're sending these fuckers on because like you can't find them is you have to teleport them to like random locations that you think the female might be because you don't have the resources to like send parties out. So you go to the past to get personnel to then go, and there you go. And that's that's the movie. Chris Pratt doesn't have Again, to be a fucking another, teacher. Another more interesting movie already. He doesn't have to like, be a teacher. I, He's just in the military right now. Like he's just oh he's just still in the military, and so they send him, and he's one of the parties that go out there. He ends up running into the the CEO, who's his, the future daughter. Like again, you can have those same other elements in there, but you have the mission be clear from the get, and then like that now it's like oh it's about developing this. The reason why we haven't the reason why we haven't sent our scientists back to develop it because we don't we know that it'll always be incomplete because we don't have the sample that we need. Like there you go. That's why we can't send it back. And then when you do, you send you send him back with only the sample, but like none of the data. So there's kind of like, well, we don't really know what to do with that because we have nothing to compare it against. Blah, blah. Like, there you go. That's the failure that you didn't go back with all of it. You crush the data somehow. Like you 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 pull um you pull up into the Spider Verse and you cracked the, the 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 flash drive. Fuck. Like you, you, you crashed the data that could have helped. You needed that. You broke the MacGuffin. You broke the MacGuffin, and now it's like, well, then what do we do? Then you figure out that they've been here the whole time, and you feel like, well, fuck, we gotta go get it because now we have no other choice. We have no other option. Now we have to go. But you brought the serum back. You're like, GGS, we did it. Like the movie should have been over there. You did it. Mission accomplished, it right? Shouldn't have happened. It's it's just a bad concept it just never works like there's again there's so many problems like again that could have been a pass in the script to be like let's make the missions more you know clear let's make like the reason why he has to go to russia like clear that he has to go like not just because he wants to go that's the thing is is in order for us to be able to to you know 
for us to be able to accept all these things happening, like there has to be something for us to be able to kind of lean on. Like I, I can get past like bad choices by characters or weird script elements as long as it's enjoyable to watch. But like moments of this really aren't like as much as I love Ivan Strahovski, no chemistry with Chris Pratt whatsoever. And then of course they're not really supposed to. So it's definitely set up like they're going to be romantically interested though. Like the, the, composition of some of those shots really feels like that was part of the original scripting was they were going to be romantically linked. Listen, you're not going to get my weird incest script like out of these people. <laughs> I, guess I don't think that... Uh, Again, Christian, we're going to talk about Loki later. Thank, thanks a lot, Christian conservatives. Thanks. You've ruined another great property by not letting, not letting it be a weird time travel incestuous story. Thank you. <laughs> you did it. Let Chris Pratt fuck. Actually, don't. No, that's fine. It's fine. Oh, uh, to me, I'm just like. Again, as, as it stands, the movie is so fucking flawed, but I totally want people to watch it because I think that, like, I know people will like it. People are definitely going to like it. Like, again, there are parts of it that I do like. It's just because it's so. But it's, to me, it's because it's so dumb. And like they're doing it so seriously and earnestly, and I'm just like, ah oh, man, the effort there is there, but it makes me just fucking laugh. Like this is one of those movies. This is one of those movies that I want to see covered on how did this get made? Because I want to know like what the inside story of this was. Like how many revisions mm-hmm. do we go through? I want to see the script. I want to know what all happened. Because that changes my perspective on this movie. Like how this came about being would be interesting to me, I think. I don't know. I, it's not good. It's like, really not good. It's kind of, it's kind of the thing with um, like time travel. You gotta, you gotta set up your rules. You gotta follow your logic. And like, there has to be a reason for it. Like, I, I, I have to be like on board with that reason. Like, ah, why is Arnold naked? Like, ah, well, clothes and shit don't travel, but flesh does, and you can trick the entire mechanism to let you through if you cover metal and flesh. Like, oh. But, but, but there's a practical reason why they had to do that, too. If you, if you, you know, stop and think about it, it's that you, you didn't have good actual animatronics really to work with, so all that stop motion. If you have him slowly kind of deteriorate over time, you can still have the actor doing most of the work rather than having to use an animatronic robot. If you just blow off like half his face and you have just a little bit of, you know, latex and stuff to make him look like a robot as opposed to having to have an actual rig out there doing it. So, like, that was largely born of necessity. You have to have a person there. You can't make the person look like a robot by stacking stuff on top of him. Let's just say he's a robot underneath and just kind of have some gaps, some battle damage. It makes really good sense. It ends up being iconic because of it. Like oh. Arnold getting his uh his eyebrows blown off in the initial explosion, so he's always looking like this constantly, like no eyebrows is wide eyed surprised. Well, and it uh, works. so you said that the people there were people that were behind Terminator Genesis that worked on this as well. So yes. I me- remember there's there's logical necessity. So you think T two and you think of uh the T one thousand having to take over a cop's body to kind of like, Oh, here we go. Authority blend in. And you see that, but in Terminator Genesis, it's just like, ah, the new T 1000, uh, also is a cop. Why? Right. Because the last one was a cop. 
Well, but see, it also makes sense. It's by necessity in T2 as well, because unless you were spoiled by the marketing, which a lot of people were, but you don't know that Arnold's the good guy as you start that movie out. You, you just know that there's two Terminators that go back. Or no, two no, no. That go back. I know. I'm, I'm just saying as, as far as like, you have one that has like, you could see this necessity. You can follow the steps of logic and you're totally, totally okay with that. And then you have Genesis that's just like, uh, fuck it. Right. That's what I'm saying though. Like there's a lot of thought put into why he's a cop. Yeah. He's, he's a cop because he's looking for a kid. People trust cops. The T-1000 the goes back, and he is a better version of the Terminator. He's actually able to make jokes and sound like a person. If if Robert Patrick, as a cop, comes up to you and says, hey, have you seen this kid? You're not going to be like, oh, well, you're a fucking Terminator from the future. You're not going to think that. Whereas if Arnold does, you're like, damn, you might actually be some sort of weird robot assassin from the future. You're, you're this giant Austrian man with these rippling muscles, and you talk all funny. Like Laundry okay. day, right? Yeah. I mean, no clothes. you know, like... By necessity, the cop is meant to be more approachable because you're supposed to believe up until the point where, where Arnold does you know, get down and he's about to shoot the, the T-1000. You don't know who's good or bad. You're just kind of assuming. Uh, and that's really interesting and plays up in the movie really well. That wasn't done in Genesis. It didn't do anything. No. And, uh, and again, so like the Tomorrow War, they just, they don't, like, I don't know if it's just not enough care and they were more focused on the action set pieces. We need to get these people on fucking snowmobiles. Like that's that's all that it was. We want them to like that's it. We want to ride snowmobiles for a while because we think the snowmobiles are fun. And that's it. Like there's like okay, that's it. Congratulations, I guess. Like there, there's no and we we want to have an alien scene where they're in the spaceship. Then we want we want explosions to happen there, and it's like so the explosions, and then like oh uh, why where's the secret base? It's like an oil rig. It's a repurposed oil rig, and then the oil rig is gonna also have some explosions. And it's like you guys like seem to have had the set pieces in mind, and then try, tried to write connective tissue there, right. and that's why it seems like there's three different movies. And I think that's what like, happened. They were like, okay, well, this in, this script is interesting. We can keep this and this and this, but the rest of it's got to go. So, like, why is it on an oil rig with weird, like, seawalls to protect? I don't know. But maybe that made sense in a previous version. And it just was kept over because, oh, that looks cool. We've already started the CGI on it, so can't waste that money. And, and that's the thing. These aliens seem to be, like, land-based, but now suddenly they're super amphibious as well. Yeah, they, they like, swim. They fly. Yeah, they're everything. And the only excuse was like whenever they got to oh well the pilots aren't the aren't the spikers, uh maybe maybe they were carrying cargo maybe weapons and it's like is that yeah, okay is that cool it? Prometheus like we've seen all this I'm bored like bored. okay so they're carrying weapons and then they crash landed like that's not no other aliens went to go look for these guys. Right, like they, no one decided to go. Like, hey, uh, something went wrong with you know Bob and Jeff. Let's go check out what the fuck happened. Like, they never made it to their destination with those weapons. And they're just kind of like, damn, gives a fuck. Bob's an asshole, you know. Like, that, is that what happened? Like, space Bob's an asshole. Like, I hope he crashed. Fuck that guy. <laughs> As you know, just sits there frozen and still in the cockpit. It, it kind of ends up feeling a little bit Halo-y, too. You have, you have the Covenant species carrying the flood that crash lands on Earth, and here we are. I mean, you could, you could 
tell this entire story in Halo universe. It would make more sense. Lauren, cover your ears. <laughs> Hell, Lauren, the... spoilers for Halo. The flood is bad. <laughs> you won't like them. Spoilers. I'm just going to make her go to the library constantly on Legendary. That's the only thing we're ever going to do. Oh, God. You get this perfect. We're not moving on. I need you to, sp- <laughs> I need you to have the speedrun tactics down. <laughs> if you want to know how to get to divorce very quickly, I think that's a valid strategy. There you go. Uh, but yeah, overall, like, again, uh, what, what, would you, what, would you, what would you give it out of 10? Like, you take everything into account, like out of ten, what do you what do you what do you give it? I'd give it a solid five. Alright. Like I wouldn't turn it off if it was on in a hotel room, but I wouldn't pay money to rent it. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the same solid down the middle five. Five point yeah. five. Yeah, I'm okay with a five point five six personally. Like I think that it's I'm glad that I already paid for Prime so I can just right. watch it because, yeah, I would have been pretty upset if I had to, like, pay for this, like, an addition. Like, again, there's there aren't, there aren't, right. there's not a lot that it makes me want to go, like, oh, I'm going to pay extra for this. Like, this movie would be a movie that I'm glad that I got to see it at home and not have to right. worry about anything else because, like, other than that, like it's it was a good it was a good two hours, you know. It was a good, I don't know, that's that's. I would watch it on a plane, right? I, a plane if they were like, "Hey, here are your options: the Tomorrow War or like something else." I mean, yeah, okay, put on Tomorrow War. That's I, fine. Or I, or I, I watched. <laughs> I watched Justice League originally on a plane, and it actually was much more enjoyable. It didn't make any goddamn sense; couldn't follow any of it. But like, you're on a plane, so there's nothing good happening. You're like, well, you know, this on the screen's more interesting than suffering here than doing nothing quietly. and watching the flight path. <laughs> so cool! Yeah, this is fucking great. This is better than watching my plane's flight path and me on it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do I do want to give you a list though of better movies that I've watched at least in the last two weeks. So while okay. I was traveling in a hotel okay. with nothing better to do, and then this past week not working, a list of movies that I have watched in the last two weeks that are better than this movie. Okay, uh, The Mummy, uh, Forgetting That's Sarah Marshall, mm-hmm. Nobody, Black Widow. I think Black Widow is better than this. Uh, Black Last Blockbuster, which is a documentary, but still a better movie. Uh, Titanic, uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Uh, Birds of Prey, which I've watched a million times, still fantastic. Uh, Jennifer's Body, much better movie. Uh, Terminator and, and T2, Judgment Day, much better movies. T2 is better than Terminator 1, just throwing that out there. Uh, yeah, all those are movies that I've watched that are better than this movie in the past two weeks. Just, just I, and I know that Thought, Thought hasn't seen nobody, but I'm going to say, nobody has no story. It no, has no it, story. It, it has a story. It's John Wick. It's the story of John Wick. If John Wick was like a married, boring suburbanite, and and that's why, like again, like it's one of those. Movies, it's another movie that just like Tomorrow War. I would say, yeah, go watch it. Yeah, I think. I mean, if you if you're if you're looking for action, it doesn't have necessarily like, uh, um, a good reason to be there. Like, I go for it, John Wick. Oh my God. Well, you watch John Wick, uh, one, two, and three, uh, and then then you watch Nobody, and you're like, ah, 
John Wick was better. Yeah, um, like this concept has been done better before, but I do really like Bob Odenkirk. Like, I like Bob I Odenkirk, he's... but I, I reading that interview with him where he was like worried about the legacy of Breaking Bad, I was kind of like, unfortunately, like, so he, there was this interview where they were uh, talking about nobody. They were talking about Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul and all this, all this stuff. And he was talking about how like, it's really unfortunate, like in, in like 10 years time, like no one's going to talk about Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad was like the number one show, like for years that it was for the years that it was on. And like, people are just not going to forget about it. Like they, they, and he was, he compared it to mash. He's like, people still talk about mash. And like, that does, that's not going to happen with, you know, Breaking Bad. And I, I, I kind of wish I was there to tell him like, well, you under, you have to understand the, the, the cone of, of entertainment. That like at the time, things there weren't as many things. There were like three channels, like there's only like whatever's in the movies at the movies, and so like you just have less entertainment. And now there's so also, much entertainment because you can just release your own things. There's YouTube. There's 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 hours upon hours of entertainment that just would never have existed back then. Like even Breaking Bad still hit number one amidst all of that, and you're worried that they're not going to talk about it in like another ten years. But but what is the story of Mash? Like what like I mean big picture like five words or less. What's the story of Mash? Uh, soldiers um, trapped uh, in a conflict they didn't want to be you know a part of and making the best of it. War bad sucks for people. Like okay, Breaking Bad is the story of a man who faced with his own mortality chooses to go one direction over another and then falls apart into it. Like it, it is, it is a really interesting story to tell. I don't think mash is an interesting story to tell particularly like it was contextually for that time. But like if there was a mash that was doing the same thing for the Iraq war or if the war in Afghanistan, maybe, but there isn't like it, it's not telling a relevant story. I, I just think it's forever. about, it's about time. Like I always think, uh, I always talk about people who, who are like, Oh man, the 80s or, or the 70s or whatever decade was, you know, so good. So much good. I'm like, no. Like, yeah, you have a lot of good hits. But, like, you also have to think about that when you distill a decade's worth of entertainment and only get the top of everything and then package that and say this was the decade, like, of course you're going to look good. But I can find you a hundred bad songs for every good 80s song. Yeah. Like, and it's the same thing now for every good song. Now I can find you a thousand bad songs. Like it doesn't mean that like right now music is terrible. You're just not looking where like, you're not looking hard enough to find good music for you, for your right. tastes. You can right. find it. Like if you want to, if you want to hate the over commercialization of a certain genre and you don't like where that's going fine, then stop looking at the most commercial places to find your fucking entertainment in that genre. Like, I don't know what the, it's kind of like, same with like movies and uh, movies are kind of sh- like, there's a lot of great indie films that you could go to like really low budget, like self-produced shit. You can totally find stuff like, I don't know, like something could not be your, to your tastes and that's fine. But like, it was just really weird that Bob Odenkirk was just worried about the legacy of Breaking Bad as if it wasn't going to go down as like one of the greatest shows, you know, Right. Of that era and blah, blah, blah. But again, it's one of those things where, like you said, what is Mash's story? There's nothing to really spoil. 
there's nothing I can spoil about MASH because it's just like, ah, doctor shit happens on some of, with some of them, you know, whatever. One of them right. always tries to uh, get out by acting like a woman. Like, that's, ha, really great comedy that aged well. Uh, then you, you just have, um, like, Breaking Bad. If you talk about what happens in Breaking Bad, just spoil it. Yeah. Like... Like, you can't do more than just kind of covering the basic gist without spoiling something. Even what I said is a spoiler to something. Right, like, the only thing you can really spoil at the beginning is kind of like, ah, he's a victim of the American healthcare system, can't afford cancer treatment, decides to sell drugs. Like, there you go, that's like the first three episodes. And then, like, the rest of everything else is just what happens because of that, that... Spoiler, it goes badly. Like, it doesn't go great. Doesn't go great. And spoiler, he's a shit person that makes it go worse because he's a shit person. Yeah, spoiler alert for Breaking Bad. If you think Breaking Bad is like the story of a protagonist who does good things, you are incorrect. Just wrong. Just wrong. And and that's where I'm just like, I, I, Bob, it's okay. Like you, your legacy is so fucking vast with like, like Mr. Show and like Breaking. If you're Bad, worried about that, like, why would you? Why would you do a sequel? Why would you do Better Call Saul? Yeah, if you were yeah. worried about the legacy of Breaking Bad, why would you do Better Call Saul? Makes no sense. Uh, would you think be I... a prequel? Technically? Okay. Technically. Okay. No, but yeah, it's, it's just, I don't know. It was just a weird interview for me to read. Because then, because I read the interview before seeing Nobody, then I saw Nobody, and I was all like, okay, like, sort of a John Wicky, uh, no plot, just uh inciting incident in action that's it yeah it's it's if you took john wick and then shoved red into it like it's not even it's not even just that you take john wick and add ah but part of the government though <laughs> like okay. instead of working for the cd underground he was a he was a part of the government like i he he, he gets he gets upset about potentially getting robbed and then like goes and beats people up and then that's what kicks off the whole story because he beat up somebody who's somebody to somebody. And it's like, okay. And now it's just home alone. <laughs> like, again, like I'm just so fucking like, I, I guess like, I, I just, I just wish that that movie was better. But again, for what, it, for what it is, I totally t- say you should totally watch it. I think you'd like it. You like if if all you're looking for is like, you know, uh, some time to kill with some action, with some with some killing, with some explosions, with some gunfighting. Y- you could do worse. You could do way worse than yeah. than nobody, and even the Tomorrow War. You could do way worse than that. You could do way worse than nobody. You could watch the Tomorrow War. I mean, yeah, but you don't get aliens from nobody. So I mean, like, if you want some aliens oh, explosions. But that's what I'm saying. That's why I said silly sci-fi. Like they try to take it as seriously as possible. They didn't turn out that way. Like, and that's what makes it great for me. Like they were trying to be serious. They wanted the melodrama to work. It does feel a lot like Army of the Dead, where like again, there there are better versions of this. We already have this. Really, we don't we don't need this thing to come along and just kind of half-ass it. And this feels like a half-ass. It it just feels like I'm watching a. It feels like I'm watching somebody trying to like make up what they think. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow is without knowing anything about the plot. Yeah, if someone if someone was trying to, someone briefly explained what Edge of Tomorrow was, 
and then was like, I'm gonna make my own version of Edge of Tomorrow, and but they don't, but they have really bad memory, so like they only right. kind of remember some of it, and they're like, yeah, there's time travel shit, right? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Like, That's what fucked up my whole understanding of this film because if again, if it costs fifty million dollars less than it did, then I'm like, yeah, I totally get it. You, you get a bank of bullish star, and you put him in a bank of bullish, you know, setting with a decent enough script. And yeah, okay, kind of works. But they spent an extra $22 million on this compared to Edge of Tomorrow. Like, you should not spend more money to come up with a bad knockoff of a thing that was kind of good. You just shouldn't. You should but spend less money if you're going to do that. But let's talk about the arc, though. There was no arc. What arc? Exactly. <laughs> what was the story? What was the plot? Well, I mean, again, there's a lot of inciting incidents and set pieces, right? But that's what I'm saying. There is no motiva- motivation for the action because they're drafted. Right. But the thing is, like, Frisby Rat changes based on the retelling of a future that isn't going to happen because someone went back in time. So, like, the circumstances of even the divorce and shit will not happen because he got drafted. Like so here so here it is where you have this weird moment where oh well you became kind of an asshole and then got into an accident and died and he's like I will not become that asshole and that's the arc of that character right that's see, it and there is an interesting story in there where a man gets to see his future and then tries to rail against it and either succeeds or doesn't and that could be an interesting story a really small personal story set in a big backdrop but that's not what we did that's not what we did. Like, I, it's Couldn't just, it, it's, it's so, like as Elle's saying, it's stupid. It's stupid. The movie's stupid. But I will, I will definitely watch it again with people to see their reactions. Like, that's that kind of movie where I'm all like, oh, you haven't seen it? Let's watch it. Because, like, I'm, I, I don't know if it's quite that good enough for that. Like, like for me, it totally yeah. fits in that. For like, me, you it know is. what fits that really well for me is something like uh, Kong Skull Island, where like there are a few like kind of bait and switch moments where where like it's so off the wall what you expect it to be that it made me laugh out loud several times. Like, I don't know if y'all have seen that. I don't want to get into spoilers for it, but there's one moment, especially at the the end of the movie, where you're expecting typical action movie set piece, and then it's just not, and it's fucking hilarious and it kills me. And I think it was done on purpose. I hope so. Otherwise, I like it for the wrong reasons, but. Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't think this is interesting. I don't. I don't know what you would show people. And be like, oh man, there's this one funny part where, like, what? Well, no, no, what no. Because again, to me, I know there are people who, who just genuinely enjoy this kind of like brain off, who gives a shit, like pew pew explosions kind of thing, and like more power to them. Like, I'm totally for it. But like, I and I can I can enjoy it on that level. But like. For me, I would be the kind of person who's going to point out right away, like, look how dramatic it is for someone who you don't even know. Like, do you feel anything for this person? Like, look at their, but they're, they're emoting. Go on without me. (laughs) Not even that. Like, somebody falls, like, they're running along rooftops or whatever. Somebody falls through and they're like, oh, no, we got to go and save him. So we end up killing everybody else. What the fuck? Why would you go back and let the fucker die? Like you but that one dies, so the rest survive. What? You killed everybody. Gail the snail could have survived. 
She could have made it, and you killed her. <laughs> like, I don't God. care about these people. Like, that's, what, again, and it, it makes me laugh. Like, moments like that fucking crack me up. It cracks me the fuck up. And that's why I, I, I would love to watch it with somebody. Like, because that would, that would be the experience of me just laughing, and they'd be like, if they ever ask why, I'd be like, okay, well, let me tell you why I find this fucking funny. <laughs> like, I will tell you. <laughs> I don't know. It's just not quite funny enough to be funny to like again they're trying so hard that it can't be as funny to me but that, that makes it worse for me is that, that see so like hard. and that's the opposite for me like them trying so hard is what makes it so funny because it's like oh man they think they did it they think they, think they, they nailed they, it yeah they oh we nailed it we got it guys 10 out of 10 the emotional moment was captured and i'm just like the same way I'm sure Zack Snyder was like, man, we fucking nailed Army of Dead. Like, people were going to get that it's an Aliens illusion, but not too much. No, we got it. No, we, we understood, dude. We, we watched Aliens too, buddy. We cleared this <laughs> cast of Vasquez. You know, it's, you know, I'm still, I'm shocked that, like, immediately they're kind of like, ah, we're going to have this prequel movie with a vault vault person. And, like, there's dude. set photos and there's all this shit. Like, like there's, it's directed by the same guy, by the guy who plays the, the safecracker. And I'm just like, okay. But we know where he ends up. Is Snyder producing it? Probably, but definitely not directing it. I'm just wondering. That's really odd. That almost sounds like it was like a backdoor. Right. It's really like a launch. Army of Thieves. Army of Thieves. It's called Army of Thieves. Good good remembering. I didn't remember. But it has, it's like a prequel set before the events with folks on the German safecracker, Ludwig Dieter. Uh, leading a group of aspiring thieves on a top secret heist during the early stages of the zombie apocalypse. So it'll still be a zombie movie. Apparently okay. it's early. This is the, the during the zombie that work. That could work Do, doing, you know, using that as the backdrop and telling like, uh, what's the word? I lost it. Writers, Shay Hatton and Zack Snyder. Oh no! Dun dun dun. Still though, I I think that works better just because he's a likable character. I don't want to see more of Chris Pratt. I I just don't. I don't want to see any of his characters. I don't know any of his characters. He's just Chris Pratt. He's like Chris, there, there's Star Lord and there's Dinosaur Star Lord and then there's Army Man Star Lord. Army Man Star Lord. He's Army Man. What else are we gonna get him rebooted in? Like it. it uh, he's trying to do the Schwarzenegger speed run. He says that's that's what's happening. Then he needs to win a fucking Mr. Universe or whatever the fuck uh, competition. I mean, yeah, but like you know, he's married to Schwarzenegger. Oh yeah, so like, I know it. He's but literally trying to like be a become Arnold. That's so fucking creepy. Uh, again, this this movie flaws. We've we've written we've rewritten like six different versions. You can get six different movies out of this and not double back. Yeah, like it's just wild. Like there's so much you could do. Like I, I I'm still really fond of my idea of J.K. Simmons being future crispy rat, and like coming back to be like, all right, we fucked up. Here's how we uh, here's how we're gonna do it again. And and there you go. Like trying to prepare him for what's about to come. Like. I'd be like, okay, like, okay. Like, you can't recut this movie, L. There's no way you can recut what's there. You can't recut. You have to, you have to start from scratch because what they have is, are, is bits and pieces of, like, three, four different movies in there. You can't. I don't think you could recut it with what's there. 
This isn't this isn't like uh I'm tempted I'm tempted to say challenge accepted. Like I feel like may I feel like you could tell more can Well no tell a more complete story? It wouldn't be necessarily good. Well you just okay. sound. Then ready? Uh you just end it. You just start rolling credits after he blacks out uh in the initial explosion. That's it. The thirty minute the thirty minute short film, there you go. Uh they show up, he gets drafted, he gets sent to the future, uh boom, fat man falls. Uh <laughs> Okay, but but that's been done before. The the Sound of Thunder, like the Ray Bradbury short story. That's been done. Like it's not interesting. I'm not I'd saying, rather see that movie told. But again, I'm not it's saying, been done before and it was bad. I'm just saying that like there's nothing that's really cut from the other parts because they're different movies. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like just the, different the, fucking movies. I don't know. I still feel like maybe you could have cut a more cohesive story out of what's there, but like uh, No, L, you missed the you missed the other rewrite where that is still his daughter and it's an incestuous love story, thus making it yeah. at least interesting on that point. We're we're leaning in. Like you gotta lean in and it's uh, at least it's something to talk about. They're like, holy shit. They went, they, 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 were, they were telling this fucking future sci-fi story. I thought it was going to be like a sci-fi action thing. And then it's like left field, mor- moral, moral dilemma of like falling in love with somebody, not knowing they were your daughter. Turns out they were your daughter. And it's like, oh fuck, what now? Cause now he gets sent back to the past. And it's like, he has to raise this kid. Like he has these complicated feelings of this future person who's, who's not. And again, when again goes back to that moral dilemma, right? Of th- that future <laughs> did not happen. The future has changed. This person is not going to grow up to be that person. Like they fell in love with someone else. Technically, who's not? It's it, where do you draw that line? Like again, if you want to tell an interesting story, it could be a fucked up story. At least I'll be like, where are you going? Where are you going with this? See, and and, and I think there's a more interesting story here where. Chris Pratt is still in the military. They send him forward because they've discovered this time paradox glitchy thing. He discovers that there's this alien thing coming after us, gets like a sample to take back, comes back. But knowing that he's a shit father that ends up ruining his life and killing himself by drinking and driving and all that fun stuff, decides to try and be better and then does it anyway. Like, just one of those, like, you know, you can't change the future kind of deals. Like, can we? Because if you end on that, it's 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 dour. But like, damn, like, we even stop it's this. We even stop this alien thing coming. Like we're preparing for it, but we can't even stop this one dude from being a shit dad. Like, what hope do we? Have? That's an interesting thought. God damn it. God damn it. They need to ask me. They need to ask me what I want in movies because I'm smart and yeah, not really. But <laughs> I feel like if they asked me what I would want to see in movies, I'd come up with something better than what they end up with. Truly. Like, like I, I mean, it, it's conceded. But. It's kind of one of those things where you 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 can conceive at least four different very solid movies that that don't overlap, just with the premise of that that they gave you. Yep. Like, and and the fact that they came up with this, it seems like. Well, we have the weird like force. Don't don't leave him behind. Lee, go on without us. Then you have the I need the forced uh, emotional moment as quickly as possible because oh, that's my daughter. Therefore, the connection is instant. There's no need to work at any sort of relationship. This person already has a past, apparently, with this person. And then, like, you you have the dad 
and then you have this like th- like this weird like fly to Russia thing that like we can't let the we can't let the mil the military's not gonna let you fly. The borders are closed, and it's like what what like and you only make that shit because like, the time travel's gone. It's like. But again, you solved it. You solved it with the serum. Like you would have to have break, like you'd have to have him lose the serum or like it, it exploded or degraded. Something happened to it. The serum that was not necessary. Like it didn't oh, do anything they, special. They, they used it on like four of them. Right. Like four of them. They exploded like 400,000 of them. Right. They it, shredded like 400 of them apart with 50 cal. Like there are things that work demonstrably. We know what works on them. Like I don't loading under- them up works. I don't Shooting understand. them in the neck works. Why are we not just unloading on these guys with fucking gauss rifles or something? Like what are we doing? No, w- no, because they, they have the uh, they have the uh, possibility that we're gonna, we can stop it all from happening. It's kind of like oh we can't risk it. It's kind of like okay then let me go talk to the Russians. Like hey we can probably fix this shit. Like you gotta let us go over there. And like that itself would have been at least at least a better like ah okay cool, like let's go do that. And then they link up with the dad because he has the armory, and like they- see it's like they got stuck on the Russia thing because it was already established and they didn't feel like they could change it even though they could. Like why Russia? Well because they had to pop up somewhere cold and isolated. Well why not fucking Antarctica? Oh wait, we've already done that. X Files. Uh, no the 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 thing. <laughs> Oh, yeah. The thing is an alien the on Antarctica. Thing. Can't do it. So, okay, let's do Arctic. Oh, wait, no, there was that vampire thing, and there was that that one other thing recently. There's also AVP. There's also Alien Yeah, like, see, it's all been done. Y- you aren't doing anything unique here because all of these set pieces have been done. The only thing you could do here is tell an interesting story using them. We would buy that. Like, but, but again... In, the, in the, Edge the, of Tomorrow does the, that really well. It does it really well because you you get what's going on, but you have to watch the character kind of get it too over time. So like, I don't know. It's just that's a better movie. Watch, watch Edge of Tomorrow. Don't watch this movie. Watch, watch some Live Die Repeat. Such a better movie. I hate Such that title. Movie. I hate that title though. I do hate Live Die Repeat. I like Edge of Tomorrow better. If I'm being completely really? honest, I really do. I really do. Uh, no, like because because I, I don't know. To me, Live Die Repeat is is a good tagline. Like if it was called Edge of Tomorrow, colon Live Die Repeat, like I'd be okay with that. It's the other but way like, around. It's but, Live Die Repeat colon Edge of Tomorrow. Again, that's what I don't like. Again, I'm uh, call it either Edge of Tomorrow or Edge of Tomorrow colon Live Die Repeat. Like either one, whatever. But I do think that's a better title. That's just me personally. Like I I like the idea of it that like he can never reach tomorrow. Like that's an that's an interesting idea. Because that, that's a, a, a specific plot point that, like, you have to die. You got to reset the day. Like, okay. Like, you, you, know, you can only reach the edge of tomorrow because you can't get there. Because if you do, you, you fucked up. Like, okay. I'm okay with that. Whatever. But again, just overall, I'm just like, come on, guys. There's, just, a, better, there's too, a better movie in here. Like, there's, it's there's, too close. It's too close to too many good. other movies. We could have had the romantic comedy sci-fi action movie, but no. Again, there's there's just there's just something there. There's something there. <laughs> I wonder if they didn't shoot that as like a romantic movie and then they're like, God, they have no fucking chemistry. Like, 
I can't even fix this in post. Okay, let, let's just make him father daughter. Like fuck it. We'll we'll put we'll put the interstellar thing. It'll be fine. Yeah, See, like again, I'll get to two. It's like he brought the tube back, and they were like, "Well, where, where did they land?" Like, well, you already have the you already have the tubes. Like, you just mass produce the shit out of it. Like, right? Just have that ready, so whenever they fucking pop up, every local police department already has those rounds queued up, ready to go. Like, just the mere knowledge that this thing happened should be enough to completely prevent it from happening. It said that they were quickly overrun. So the issue is not that we can't beat them; it's that we weren't prepared for them. And then now you just kind of and now we are. Yeah, you can extrapolate where they were at because apparently a high school teacher and volcano boy can figure out where the fuck they're at. So, like, they they could have figured out where it was at. Go and just take some take some explosives, take some C four, blow that ship up, like, and then mop up whatever doesn't get killed in the explosion. Congratulations! And and see, oh, that would be an interesting idea too. And they kind of flirted with that by them going oh. back and trying to like, you know, stop them. They almost ended up starting the whole thing, and that would have been interesting. That would have been a cool way to end the movie that would set up for a sequel. That, too. That, like, that they kicked them. Oh off. shit. Shit. They kicked it off. We didn't just not prevent the future. We kickstarted it thirty years early. That's an interesting movie. That's interesting. Like, didn't do and, it. And you know what? I would show up to the sequel of that movie. As cheesy as that line ending would have been, that would have been the line ending. Would have been like, "Oh shit, we didn't stop it. We started it thirty years early." And like, then it's like, cut to black credits. That's a day. And, and then, and then, and then, oh. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, sequel. And that's a sequel. Hell us. yes! Hell one. yes! See, we are better than this. Like, we are better at this you, than they are. You would have the mid-credit scene where it's just like <laughs> them going, like we we've already exhausted our military. Like, what do we do? And they're just kind of like, whatever we can. And then like you we have to go back to the past. <laughs> Like I don't know. There's so many. Ah! Ide- there's so many ideas that we that that could have been done. They have to go get warriors from all different timelines. Like you have like Zulu warriors and and ancient Maori and well, we have Aztec. To go get, we have to get Genghis Khan's armies and Alexander the Great's armies, and we must bring them back to, to the future. That would actually be really interesting. You're almost doing like a Cowboys versus Aliens thing there, You're doing but like a bigger Bill scale. And you're doing you a Bill and Ted to bring all these people from the past back up to do your history you book go. report. Got, got your cinematic universe. <laughs> See, it's already been done better. Everything we come up with has already been done better by other movies. Oh, man. You can't fix this. It, it's just a mess. It, it's, it's a mess. And, like, it's a mess that makes me laugh and laugh. I, I feel like that's a whole other video on whether Cowboys and Aliens was good or not. Like the first two thirds of Cowboys and Aliens was amazing. Last third, it kind of, it kind of maybe didn't land smoothly, but like it was fun. God, that was a fun movie. Yeah, I don't know. I think that 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 that's pretty much it. It's we we could have rewritten that like six seven times now. Uh, <laughs> other than that, I think that's uh. That's a good place to stop. We're stopping at the Today War. We, we have rewritten it. We have the sequel bait ready to go. This could have had so much more to it. Instead of, I'm not going to become the dad that I didn't become because the timeline already changed anyway. But I'm going to not be a shitty dad to you. All right? I'm going to be a good dad. Good dad. And then he did. And then he did. He did. The end. <laughs> like, congratulations. Yeah. It's just a mess. It's a mess.
All right. Well, again, I uh, thank you guys for joining me on another another great discussion of a of a movie. Uh, next week we'll probably What's talk about movie? Black Black Widow. So give people a chance to actually go watch that shit. Maybe I just I just like the idea of also going back and watching old stuff. You know. Yeah. And we we pick a movie that we all watch and we all just you know we all just have a nice little discussion on it. Maybe Loki mm-hmm. next week too. Oh yeah, it's well. Wednesday is the final episode, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, just have a Marvel Marvel explosion. Got it. Yeah, might as well. It's been a while since we've had to talk about Marvel in like, you know, a movie relevant kind of sense. So, you know. Next week is the Marvel explosion. We're coming back. Uh, But again, uh, thanks, everybody. Uh, And once again, because uh, we've been gone for, you know, an extra week or so. I did forget to intro everybody. I'm Kitty Man. With me as always is Mort. And down here below is Mr. Fod. Uh thanks everybody. Uh we'll catch you next week. We're gonna talk about, you know, Marvel. So hopefully you guys are not super uh upset at those particular spoilers because the newest Loki episode will only be a few days old. So uh, get on that. It- Looking forward to that one. Ooh, series overview. I am looking forward to talking about Loki. Bye, everybody. Lots to talk about. Bye.